welcome to Finn's Fish Tales. These are my stories. I made them all up. Hello, welcome to my second podcast. We tend to seek out like-minded people, but in a pinch, any listening ear is appreciated. Hello, Rat. A man in his late thirties sits down a dark, damp valley, his back resting against the wall. Only his silhouette can be seen from the street. His shadow is cast by what little light reaches him. He has cigarette ash on his lapels and some stitching is frayed on the left shoulder of his tuxedo jacket. His only sound is a faint coughing which he makes between drags on a cigarette. A haze of rain hangs in the air. Dots of rainwater cover his clothing like a million diamond pinheads as they catch the moon's light. His limp white shirt is missing a button on the collar and his bow tie has become undone. He sits alone for a time, just staring, until approached by a cautious observer who settles on the lid of a nearby trash can. He addresses the visitor. Hello, rat. The rat is a little startled, but confident enough to remain. You sit there shivering in your cheap fur coat, damp with rain, hatching schemes, planning your next move. Are you shaking with fear or preparing to pounce as soon as I turn my back? I won't take my eye off you, rat. The rat strokes his snout and makes an almost inaudible meep noise. What's that? Yes, I must look a little rough. Your spiked fur is patchy and worn. I guess we've both seen better days. I suppose I must look just as rough to you. I wonder what brought you to this particular dark alley on a cold, wet night such as this. Trouble with your old lady, or is your boss keeping you down? I know how that goes, believe me. A wind gusts down the alley, knocking over some cardboard boxes. The man tosses his cigarette and turns up his jacket collar. The rat darts out of sight but returns as the wind dies. Cold one tonight, smiles the man. I'm so tired, rat. I was dreaming before you came. I dreamt I was trapped in a steel cage that was constructed with crudely welded grey slats of metal, which I could see through, but my fingers couldn't fit. The cage was on casters and pushed by two faceless men wearing long flowing coats. They pushed me through the city's busy streets, Passing people I'd known in the past, old girlfriends and guys I haven't seen since my school days. I didn't cry out. I'm not sure I wanted to. The man slips his hand under his jacket and rests it upon his chest. You see, Rat, sometimes life's like that. You stay in the cage so long you never want to get out. They say life is like a roller coaster. I believe it's more like a fat man riding a rusty bicycle. Sometimes you're riding the bike. Sometimes the bike rides you. The rat continues preening his fur. Did I ever tell you about my brother? The man coughs and continues. I was out on a double date with my best friend Danny. His girl was a couple of months pregnant at the time. We were in a nightclub having a few drinks as the girls wanted to hit a dance floor. Danny was never a great dancer. Come to think of it, neither was I. But we gave it a go. 
A rolling tin can distracts him for a moment. He checks the rat is still there and continues. So there we were, dancing away, when this bunch of lads start dancing right up beside us. There was plenty of room on the dance floor, so I figured something wasn't right. Danny didn't notice them, too busy watching his feet. Sure enough, the guys started nudging, then shoving. One of them even began jostling Danny's girl. You see, they figured, as there was only the two of us with our girls, and the four of them, that we wouldn't do anything. And they were right. Of course, they kept it up, getting rougher and rougher. I tried to talk to them. Hey, fellas, would you mind leaving it out? I asked. What are you going to do about it? One of the guys replied. Then his friend shoved Danny. We knew we were screwed. Then, like a scene from a movie, my brother appeared with three of his friends. I smiled. Those hardnecks hassling us had no idea. Now, we never really got along, but I was sure glad to see him that night. My brother and his friends walked up to us and my brother asked, Are you all right? Not even needing the fabled women's intuition, the girls knew enough to leave the dance floor. That's when, as they say, hilarity ensued. We all squared up. I don't know who drew the first dig, but fists were flying and bodies were falling all over each other. The music was pumping and the neon lights flashing. With all the limbs flailing, it must have seemed like Twister, but with fists. Now my friend Danny was a lot bigger than me, but the guy could never fight. I checked on him as I held my guy pinned to the floor. He had a guy by the neck with one hand, digging him with the other, but it was like he was throwing punches in slow motion or something. Smack, smack, smack. Then some other guy sneaked up and cracked the back of Danny's head with a beer bottle, but it didn't break. It sure as hell looked like it hurt though. So Danny stops punching this guy and lets him fall to the ground and turns slowly to the bottle guy, who's scared now because Danny hasn't missed a beat. Danny grabs the guy's bottle from his hand and tosses it. He grabbed him by the neck and started punching him. Smack, smack, smack. Almost laughing, I turned back to my guy who's now struggling to stand up. But as I pulled my arm back to throw another dig, I hit something or someone with my elbow. I turned to see one of the club's bouncers holding his nose. I shrugged my shoulders as if to say, hey, sorry, accident. The bouncer nodded to show he understood. But as I turned back around to look at my guy, the bouncer grabbed me from behind. The rest is a little hazy. I remember being dragged outside and getting an earful from the girls, but nobody was seriously hurt. That's the main thing. The man laughs a little, but the laugh turns into a long cough. He settles himself and lifts open his jacket to reveal a pink stain which becomes a ruby red towards its centre. His left hand rests upon it. There is blood coming through his fingers. He looks at the rat and then back to the wound, covering it with his jacket. Rat, I've been around the block a couple of times. I've lost faith and found it too. You know it's time to leave when your heart has long since left the place and you've no attachment to it anymore. But I've come to realise that if you travel around too much, you tend to forget how to get back home. You end up moving around some more, trying to find it once again. The worst thing, Rat, is that sometimes you make it back and find it's not a home anymore, but an idea you once had. Or a memory that's been distorted so much it has become a lie. I'm tired, Rat. I had a tough night. I wish my brother was here.